Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 37, 38, and 39 of Lord of Chaos. When battle begins, a sudden chill, and possibilities. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Will Reads for season six, episode eighteen. Summer eighteen, eighteen. Who's <laughs> <laughs> counting? Um, we're we're getting close to the end. Um, we're, it's it's building. We're we're getting there. We're like we're, we're like right at and, the right at the precipice. Yeah, we're about a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half away from finishing this book. About um, so we'll be done around Christmas time. Yeah, because we're gonna probably take a, take at least a break for at least a week. Because I don't know if. Chris wants to record on his honeymoon. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's bet on the chapters. Uh, Chanel might want to. It'll be up to Alan to uh, actually we, where we will be because we're literally only going to Crabtree Fall this year. We're going to make oh, next year. Only. That's not an only. That's not an only. Crabtree Falls is beautiful. It is beautiful. Awesome. But where we're going, there will be no internet. Did you know that Crabtree Falls is the tallest or longest waterfall on east of the Mississippi? Um, no, I had not as far as water volume. Of course, Niagara Falls has a lot more water volume, but as far as height to an elevation goes, yeah, Crabtree Falls, Virginia, it's uh, it's really, really, it's it's funny. Uh, my son and I we climbed hiked up it uh, a couple of years ago, and um, he was a lot younger, but you know he was determined. And I was like, dude, you're really getting it, and like. He got to the very top, and I didn't realize he had a rock in his hand the entire time. Gets to the very top and throws a rock into the waterfall. He did the whole thing just to do that. I was like, uh, yes, yes. "You are my son." I want to see what happens to throw a rock down there. <laughs> Watch out below! Don't. And I'm like, I want to see too. Come on, like, <laughs> look at the edge. <laughs> well, first couple of housekeeping. We do have one new patron. Um, so Woo! Robin, thank you, Robin, Yay. Robin, thank you, like thank you, Robin. Robin? Like or Robin. 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 No. Like Robin. Is, you're, you're almost like Robin. Robin. Gonna bring Batman. Is Batman coming yeah, to I don't know. for real? I don't know. Sorry. I like Robin all by Robin's self. We don't yeah. need Batman. Couple of fun statistics. We did cross the uh two hundred and seventy thousand download threshold. Um wow. So we're getting close to three hundred thousand. Um I had a, had a pretty big jump recently because a couple of things going on, which I'll get to in a second. Um, but we also have some giveaways going on right now. Uh, by the time this episode comes out on the podcast in a week from today, this what the first one will be done. But we have a, a, a giant giveaway uh, going on Twitter right now for a free hardcover copy of a Wheel of Time book of your choice. Um, and, and I've done these in the past. I mean, this that's not a new thing we give away. But this one just like kind of went crazy. Like we've had a whole lot more retweets than we normally get. Like normally we get like about like maybe 50 people, people. into it man the show has geared up and it's like everybody's anticipating uh, season two so it's gonna it's getting exciting yeah watch them all be from countries that are like the most expensive to ship to yeah. <laughs> you know i'll i'll, I'll well we gotta do it. books we gotta do all it. right so i'll give away my secret for for the hardcover books i just go to amazon.com and order the hardcover book and ship it directly to you so in the united states it's free shipping it's usually pretty cheap but guess what? If you're overseas, 
you can just type in like amazon.uk or amazon.au or wherever you're from oh. and, then, and then you don't have that? to pay the u.s shipping because they'll yeah. just order it from their country right to them so uh Perfect. as long as they have hardcover copies in their country um otherwise yeah that's 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 how i do that for the hardcover cool. i mean i could give away one of my books because now i have extra hardcover copies <gasps> oh yeah, yeah i saw the picture that's of it that's true. so fantastic yeah it's 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 uh let's see if i can get uh see that see over there Ooh, Ooh yeah right to the bookshelf that's awesome yeah. that's pretty so uh it's really pretty um that was a surprise um like my in-laws decided that they wanted to just give me something there's no special occasion it's not my birthday it's not christmas like my wife just said like, hey you know um what what hardcover copies uh books of real time don't you have and i gave her a list of the hardcover copies i don't have i got a bunch of paperbacks um because they fall apart you know all these guys yeah. um yeah. and they just bought all of them they just went ahead and bought all the hardcover copies so i got a big box in the mail from my in-laws of all the uh, new spring to memory of light every single uh, yeah, like you provided copy. us with three grandchildren the least we could do was get yeah. you some books <laughs> here you so go i'm super excited just to get so i have multiple hardcover copies now of, of real time some of the real time books um and then a couple days later in the mail i got this other package from them and i was like it said juniper juniper books on it i was like oh they got me the really cool covers so they also bought me the matching set that makes it look pretty on your shelf. So, yay. <laughs> Love you, my in-laws. Um, yeah. my Awesome. I guess uh, I, I could have said, like, yeah, fans sent it to me. Uh, I guess the in-laws are a fan of me. So, you know, hey, that's that's good, right? <laughs> they're <a fan. laughs> at least they're coming, in, they're coming, they're coming <laughs> to terms and accepting you. Yeah. Exactly. They're accepting for who I, I am. And, like, you know what? Right. We're not going to change them. We might as well just embrace it and give them geek stuff. I'm like, hey, I'm all for it. Perfect. So other things going on. Uh, Twitter of Time Awards uh, coming up November 5th. Uh, Eden Chris asked if they can come watch it. Um, most of it, no. Um, people so are super jealous. We get the inside, like, we know, know. potential people. And I yeah, want to spoil it for y'all, but just know we're super jealous. Yeah. Even We have some pretty big coming. names. Yeah, we have some pretty big names coming up for that. So it's going to be pretty big. I, I just slide into everyone's DMs, like, some pretty big not just content creators but people that are bigger than content creators let's put it that way and i get answers <laughs> yeah they're responding <laughs> and they responded i was like oh i feel good um so um we got some some pretty big stuff that's gonna be surprised for the actual show november 5th 9 p.m eastern standard time the twitter of time awards hosted by the will reads are myself and malkir talks rob um it will be behind the scenes doing all the producing of that um so he actually puts it on i just put a tux on and talk for a few hours and then actually i only do the monologue and then people present and i don't really do much else so it's <laughs> it's presented by me but that's not really much of what i do um i do all the behind the scenes stuff for it um so that's coming up i'm excited about that we had i don't know almost a thousand different nominations this year it was uh different character profiles are about 600 character profiles but then people nominated multiple times like a thousand nominations it was it was a lot to sift through. Uh, we're still waiting on one more to accept their nomination. And then we got our finalist sl slots all done. And I might, I might tweet all those out on who the finalists on on the eleven categories. But uh, we'll get there. I see a kitty cat that that kind of tried yeah, blurry to get the screen. We we need a uh, a cat slash dog um, giveaway. So that giveaway, can, yeah, yeah. So this guy can well, win. Well, there is a there is a Twitter account called oh, Watt Pets. Yeah, Watt Pets uh, on Twitter. It's a Twitter handle. Go oh, follow them and you can share pictures of your pets mm. to all the Wheel of Time community. Watt Pets. And I got my puppy in the in the room with me. So if you hear her barking or do anything, um, yeah, she's right down we, here. I just heard ear flapping. 
There was a head shake. Yeah. Oh, there's yours. Hello. She's like yeah. the great oh, beard yeah. coming in. Yeah, she's coming in. She's she has her head on my lap while I'm doing this. So if you see me like moving around a lot, it's because I'm petting her. Um, she's a good puppy. Um, so yeah, that's all for the announcements. So personal life. Last weekend, I was really, really um, uh, not doing anything to do with uh, any of this podcast or anything in life because I was at a bachelor party. And then I went to a wedding and Ian was there and we had a lot of fun there. So it was a very alcohol-filled weekend uh, between the wedding and the bachelor party. So Thursday during the day, I drove up to uh, Ocean City, Maryland for a concert that didn't happen because of the hurricane. And um, But we still drank a lot and had a lot of fun. And then... Um, and then I drove all the way back to go to another party um, for a wedding. So it was, uh, uh, I didn't get anything done as far as like, I edited everything last night. I sit up to like two o'clock in the morning last night. Editing. So uh, I put an episode out this morning. Um, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So that got that going for me. Um, and then as far as, oh yeah. And then the fridge thing. Did I take it up with it last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, I had the yeah. whole fridge to box. Yeah, yeah. So we, we finally got a new fridge and uh it ha- it makes like craft ice. So you see, like it has like the little like craft that the balls of ice, it makes it. So like I can have fancy dope. ice in my dark stormies now, which is awesome. And then um just you, to like, make things more death star ice and you get a little death star I, ball. Like how yeah, fancy it, does it, it get? Be a lot cooler if it did, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then as far as everything else going on um just to make things even more complicated this weekend on uh friday night i drive down to the beach i'm at the beach through monday night and then i drive back my my kids and wife stayed down the beach and then i joined my in-laws at the beach same beach just different house all next week so i'll be recording live in two weeks from uh, uh the outer banks north carolina uh nice. so i'll be beaching it up in this now cold wet horrible weather but hey um it's getting away from the house and it's gonna be fun so um that's yeah, going fall to be, at the um, beach is a, a lot of fun i think i, I, I like enjoy I, so yeah i mean someone that grew up going to the beach in the summertime and during the off season because we live so close to, i mean like if you guys didn't know this listen to our podcast like all of us live like within like a stone's throw from virginia beach yes so right on the, the be- beach man yeah right near the beach uh so we go there all the time and off season's where it's at don't have to deal with all the crazy yeah it's quiet from- from Pennsylvania, I'm looking at you, Pennsylvania. I don't know why you come to our beaches, but I'm looking at you, Pennsylvania. They all showed up this year. <laughs> Bunch of Stillers fans. Uh, they come out of the woodwork in the summer to like Virginia and North Carolina beaches. Like every other place, Pennsylvania. I don't know what it is. That's all I got going on in my world. What about you guys? Mine's pretty short and sweet. Uh, like Alan said, we went to a wedding from a high school friend. I know Alan has stayed in touch with them a little bit better than I have, but. Uh, with joining the army and moving around, I was really bad about staying in touch with people. So there were a handful of folks that I have not seen since 2005. Uh, and it was very cool linking up with them. So I had a lot of fun, hit the dance floor with all the kids, uh, almost knocked a couple kids out on the dance floor, you know, cause I was doing my moves. I was getting ready for Chris's wedding. So <laughs> you were moving surprisingly well, considering you just had a ribbon cutting. I mean, it was, I was, I was, I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could notice, but I went full jock strap with like a sock stuffed underneath to give it maximum support. And then it was like wrapped in gauze. And I just left a little bit of an opening for when I needed to go to the bathroom. Like I wasn't going to risk mm-hmm. that stuff moving around. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I said it on the last episode, but I, I got a vasectomy. Uh, and also I, I believe I have some sort of resistance to uh, lidocaine. 
my last couple of dental procedures, they couldn't really numb me up and I felt every bit of it. Uh, when I got my back injection, I gave you all that story and did not numb up at all. When they did the local anesthetic down yonder, uh, I felt yeah. all of it. Mm-hmm. And she she said she had already used double what she normally gives and she didn't want to do any more because she said I'd swell up so much. So like it kind of worked, like it wasn't torture, but it was definitely painful. Uh, I won't even get into it because I'll, st- I'll start feeling nauseous. Um, anyways, it was pretty bad. But got yeah. it done. Yeah. I, I threw I threw this up here too, just someone did ask this question. Um about the TV show. Um we have talked about it on the podcast. We haven't done a, a, a full episodes about the TV show. We're we're a book podcast. Um Yeah. But when the show when we're doing this and the show's coming out, we definitely talk about it because how can you not? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But then we get back into the books. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a the 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 patron conversation as well. Who knows? Maybe second season will be worth it. Yeah. I'd be risky to get so heavy in it because the show differs from the books just enough that you could talk about that forever. Yeah. You could, you could yeah. do a whole podcast just on that. In fact, yeah. there is podcast just I'm, on I was that. Say, I'm sure people do that. There, there's, there are other ones like talk around Riyadh is a show cast. There's a couple right. of like podcasts out there that all they do is focus on the show. Um, and we decided that that space is already kind of taken. Um, not that we yeah. don't have our opinions and we didn't watch it. We all did. Uh, we did a watch party with our patrons as well for the season premiere um and we did it live on zoom so um yeah i mean we, we'll, we'll do stuff for season two too um and we'll talk about it so yeah <laughs> anyway. also you can Chris. notice i'm sorry I'm, I'm still in the barracks i they haven't <laughs> they haven't done my final orders if they would have extended me one more time because i've been extended so much it would have had to go up to like some two-star general to sign or if they were going to finalize me out the local commander can sign off on the final orders so they went that route and said, it, instead of trying to explain to some two-star why I'm still here, uh-huh. um, but they but they haven't completed those orders yet. So technically, my orders ended September 24th, but yeah. since I'm leaving active duty until I get my 214, like I can't I can't go anywhere. So mm-hmm. it's weird. I also haven't been paid. Like my end of month pay was missing that whole week, and I still haven't yeah. got oh. that yet. So, yay! Yeah. I love it this here. Sucks. Yeah. Call your congressman and help me, please. <laughs> For me, so Chris, we're my, my we are how many is, days? How many days? We are seventeen. Well, seventeen days from the wedding. Seventeen days from the wedding. Okay. Yeah. And we have been. Our life has been consumed with kittens and finalizing. And um, I was joining this organization, which I will not talk about because you know I'm still in the the running for next year but looking to join an organization everybody that voted for me and heard my interview thought i was in and then i guess i pissed off one wrong person for not like because i didn't like bringing them alcohol or something when they wanted it and that one person put the kibosh on it he just happened to be the pole mark so probably should have kissed up him a little bit was it illuminati It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Try to join the Illuminati over here. Get the... <laughs> so, so, so needless to say, literally, I've had like five or six of their uh, members of the organization come up and congratulate me. And I'm like, what are you congratulating me on? He's like, are you telling me you didn't make it in? And I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, well, at the vote, they were, well, I can't talk about that. But I, I have questions. And I have had people oh. advocating for me after the fact. And I'm like, well, it doesn't do me any good now. But thank yeah. you. 
I was wondering why you were practicing your bricklaying skills so much. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. It is what it is. Next year. Yeah. Next year, too. So, cats are such the weirdest animals. Never want anything to do with me. And now that I don't want anything to do with them, all over yep. my shit. Give me that. That's yep. mine. Yep. That's how that works. That's, Give that's me a cats dog are. any day, people. Give me a dog any day. <laughs> the smallest dog, the biggest dog. I love these cats, but... Are they messing with your microphone dog. right now? <laughs> yeah. Everything. It's just... Get a little anyway. spray bottle. Yeah. They don't these kids these kittens like the spray. I gotta find like one that's got a sharp get a, shooter. Get a super soaker. <laughs> yeah. Nerf gun. Nerf gun. Yeah. Oh, but they love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually. Shooting toys in us. Yes. I can't my cat would go insane if I got a nerf gun. Just oh. just yeah, anyway. um, medicated gummies. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, now that might work. I'm gonna send a picture to the Anyway, that, that's good all right. Life. Yep, sounds good. You guys ready to jump on into when battle begins and no battle actually happens? Yeah, that was kind of a weird. Of a, I was so excited. <laughs> I got to the last page of this chapter and I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait, <laughs> what the heck <laughs> is this shit?" Jordan, this is Jordan, officially man. this is officially worse than choices. <laughs> I don't know though. The battle kind of did begin. The mental battle. Mental battle. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not really. I'm just trying bit. to make something up. I'm just trying to make it worth yeah. my time. You know. Yeah. It really so, was. So, so yeah, this chapter is chapter 37 when battle begins, and we have the the um the the Adam as our chapter symbol. So the the leash in the collar. My goodness, and, I was wondering uh, what that was. Yeah, I can't believe I'm staring yeah. at it like. Uh, a large bearing and a small bearing, bearing? like what's <laughs> with a rope in between, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, we start still at Eggie's point of view. Um, Nynaeve and Elaine are still in the room or in the office. Um, and um, and this is when they make the big confession that, yeah, so um, the reason why we've been learning all this stuff, you know, and are so good is because uh, we might might have captured a forsaken and she might still be here. Maybe it's still, I, I actually I imagine them. <laughs> I imagine them doing that in the high pitched voice. Also, <laughs> I, can, like, I have a confession to make. And it kills me that she's just now learning about this. It kind of just didn't even dawn on me that they haven't seen her in the dream world in so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all of the really important stuff, Egwene did not know about. But also, yeah. even if they hadn't met in the dream world, is this something they would have risked talking about? Like mm-hmm. without it being face to face. Yeah. 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 You don't know who's listening to Dream World. And you also don't know what Eggie might have report back to the wise ones, how close they were, and the right. what's the implications of that. And yeah. this was probably the biggest of the many big things going on that was worth, you know, them keeping to themselves. Yeah. So but, um, but of course Egwene orders them to bring Megetti into her to her right now. And, and while they're waiting for that, you know, Egwene uh, speaks about her plan for the for the White Tower, you know, about how she wants to make it open to all channelers, how the Aes Sedai have been kind of like snobs about it. You know, they don't they don't let yeah. people at a certain age become Aes Sedai. And she's like, I want to bring all those walls down. Or like, if they can uh, only barely gonna... channel, they send them off. Like if they don't yeah, reach a like, certain no, level or whatever. We have the last like battle no coming. We're, we're going to trade everybody we can. Like, you know, everybody. we need everybody we can. And uh, we'll bring the Aeol in, and they're like, what about the Seafolk? Yeah, we'll bring them too. He goes, are you sure? That's That might not be a good idea. And they're like, <laughs> she's like, 
I mean, we can make some kind of concessions, I guess. But what, was uh, it Elaine that was a little more defensive of letting the seafood? Yeah, because be she made a pact. Right. Yeah, because right. she made a pact with them, like saying, yep. like, hey, I learned your trait, your trick, or whatever that you can channel, but I'm not gonna tell. You know, I swore that you would never be taken by Aes Sedai because we know, like, and, yeah. I would. So when I was when I was reading that, and I'm considering like all the channelers, even if they were Sea Folk or Io, whatever, coming under and joining with the Tower. If I think about pre Egwene Tower, I I think absolutely not. That's a horrible idea. Because the the more I get into the politics, the I said I we've already talked about my issues with the oath rod and all that jazz. Like you're just limiting yourself more. But mm-hmm. maybe under an Egwene administration where they can join but not have to conform as much. Certainly, don't do the oath rod. Maybe it's a good idea. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah, rather I mean, I'd rather keep them separate because she she already learned that the Aiel while they channel they do things differently and they have different strengths, right. so right. it'd be better to partner said, with that. I was agreeing. She literally said some things they do essentially like, more efficiently. Right, right. Some of the way they're weaving is just a simpler, more efficient, but it works just as well, if not better. So mm-hmm. that's a huge right. plus. So you don't and want to just at- reel them all in and be like, "Do it our way." Now you're part of us. Like you want that creativity yeah. and those other options. Right. Yeah. And, and after all this conversation, Nadeev returns with uh, an older looking woman who Gwen's kind of shocked. Is like, and I guess I said, yeah, this is this is Margan. Uh, and I'm like, that's a poor second. Like, and they're like, wait, wait, she's putting disguise on. Let me show you. And takes her disguise off. Goes, oh, okay. Yeah, there she is. Oh, that makes more sense. Now. Well, it's like this. She learns um, about inverting the weaves and how to hide them and. So again, it still boggles me that these are things that they hadn't shared yet. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess their time was so limited when they did meet in the dream world. We, it, well, think, how, I mean, go ahead. how about this, Chris? I was expecting Egwene to have a much more negative response to the IDOM. And, oh, yeah. and maybe, maybe even being so disgusted by it that like, you know, this isn't even something I'd wish on my worst enemies sort of thing. And and she does mention it briefly like oh it kind of gives me the the shivers, but also she definitely took advantage of it in the control they had over Legidian. But it, well, I just, with her experience, also, I thought it would be more negative, more oh why are we doing this? She also kind of made terms with it in the sense of like, well, this isn't really exactly an idom. It, it's similar, it does the same thing, but it, it's not like the one I wore. I think she kind of justified it in so many ways. Yeah. That mm-hmm. she was okay with it. Makes you yeah. think, though, like, even fighting against evil or what you perceive as evil, like, not everything is okay. No. Right? It's like, where do you draw the line? And that was the most traumatic experience Egwene has had so far, and it was pretty rough. And she only kind of just passively goes, uh, you know, ooh, I don't like this. I got, you know, gives me the shivers, heebie-jeebies. Oh, well, but let me use it. So I don't know. I wonder if that's going to bother her more as we move on or if she just takes advantage of it fully yeah 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 Meh. Meh. um and eventually Egwene does take the call uh the bracelet as well um and informs me that she will not be as nice as elaine and naive was i think it's direct quote was set one foot wrong with me and i will make you beg for death um basically like so whose leadership style is she imitating there? Mm-hmm. I don't know that she's so creative 
that she's just 100% making this up on the fly. I mean, most of us, we when we get put in positions like that, we try to imitate something we've learned or seen. Like, I, I felt a little swan action there. I did too, for sure. Yeah. That, that, that definitely screams swan to me. Yeah. Could be wrong completely, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, the wise ones, their threats, while they were harsh, they were they were different. It was a you'll be sorry, but not like a because we were going to do anything to you. Yeah. And the way their whole G and toe thing works, it's it's more that you'll end up punishing yourself, not that we're going to punish you sort of thing. So that right. was a different vibe. But this felt very swan-like. Like, don't test me. Not even a little bit. I could put a smile on my face. I could also snap you in, in two, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. Um so then after that, uh, Gwen decides to teach her some things that she's learned, or at least show off some things, because they start talking about gateways. This was great. Yeah. I don't even think um, Mogadine had really finished her sentence on how it's supposed to be done. And Gwen goes, oh, you mean like this? Bazam! <laughs> and snaps <laughs> one, and everybody in the room's like, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. And McGinnis' reaction to it, I think, was priceless too. She's like, "Where did you learn that?" She goes, "Man, it's like, who are you?" <laughs> like that. I felt like there was something more behind that. Like this is one of those moments that we can't just excuse or ignore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, "Oh, this is a little to- rare." I think Mogadine realizes either you have to be someone exceptional, or you've tapped into some sort of exceptional power. Yeah, or this like, was like a lost art. That this life or something, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. maybe Mogadine knows, like, all right, there's Mogadine probably knew the people left in existence that could do that, and in her mind, she's probably like, well, none of them would have taught you. So how did how did you figure this out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a great strategy by Egwene, and she brings this up in her continued lecture to Mogadine. With the whole, like, don't even attempt to lie to me. Sometimes I might ask you something and already know the answer just to see if you're going to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And if you do, your ass is mine. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so what do you think of all this interaction? I mean, any final thoughts about this before she sends McGettian away? I mean, it's obviously uh, some setup here. Um, there's definitely some questions as far as, you know, where this is going to go. Um, especially with Egwene's feelings towards the Adam and then also just uh, having a forsaken in camp. And we've talked about that uh, tremendously, but man, I still think at some point like McGideon either gets away or I don't think, I don't think she's going to do the Asmodian and eventually get on their side. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like she's just too sneaky. Even if she did, it would be for the purpose of, you know, escape and doing what she wants down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yep. So after this, Egwene sends McGinnis away. Uh, Swan enters in the room right after that. And I need even Elaine leave because it's time for Swan to teach Egwene how to be an Armalin, which I, I, I do. It's a short interaction, but it's a, it's a good one where basically, you know, Egwene says, you know, hey, let me just break it down for you. We're, the whole point of me doing this is that we're going to make me so people view me as an Armalin, not as just some puppet. And, and Swan agrees. She's like, yeah, yeah. They, 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 I, I can't remember exactly what fish. Well, was her fish quote? Yeah, yeah. Some sort of. They, they had thought, to be a pike. They thought they got a guppy, but they got a silver pike instead of something, something like that. Yeah, like, yes. The uh, 
Mm, shoot, I liked that quote so much. Yeah, it was a good quote. Um, I mean, it's Swan season. That that yes, they 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 done messed up by getting it going. <laughs> they, 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 they made a very bad mistake, didn't they? Of course, <laughs> I made it first. The plump little grunter for the table turns out to be a live silver pike as long as your leg. Yep, well, I got I a long have, leg. Should a grunter, croaker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, croakers. And um, and Egwene, Egwene is perfect here. She's like, by the way, Swan, I'm not I'm not asking you to do this. I'm, I'm telling, telling you this. Man. This that, is what's that, gonna happen. Thank but you, Peter. There, there's the quote. Something, something fish, something, something that something fish. Yes, that's no that's what perfect. I wasted my time looking it up. He nailed it. I should have just waited. That's <laughs> yeah, that's I that's I think what's really satisfying about this scene was Egwene essentially putting her foot down be like, Swan, this is the way it's going to be. And it like it's clicking for Swan. She's like, in her mind, you can tell she's like, no, this is the way it's got to be. And I'm absolutely, this is hmm. beneficial to me, to her, to everybody. So normally if somebody told Swan up until this point, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. I mean, we know Swan's attitude. She's not going to like that from anybody. Mm-hmm. But like the light went off of Swan's head and she's like, damn right, this is the way it's going to be. How can oh, I yeah. serve? And gives like yeah. a, a legit curtsy you know bow sort of thing and i'm like oh this is well and she even admits it she's like you know what at one point i thought for sure but now i realize that you're probably just as bad as i am like the fact that she i see you and me and this is going to be funny she's like this is gonna be awesome guys i can't wait and i mean i I, you also have to look at the interaction between um Egwene and 90 and elaine like she just missed them and they just answered yes ma'am got you you know, she's like, when I take the stall off, stole off, then we're just friends. But the minute it comes on, remember your place. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. I like it. Yeah. And then we have a couple of quick switches between characters after this. Um, so, so we switch to Ramada's point of view, where she's uh, she and her supporters are holding a meeting. Um, and they're just kind of wondering mm-hmm. where Delena is, um, which is interesting. Um, you know, it kind of... Switches back and forth between all these different like meetings and things like that. Leanna's uh, or uh, Lelaine's Le- uh, is halfway across Saladar holding her own meeting and she's wondering where Delana is. Everyone's wondering where Delana is, and she's the dark friend. Yeah. So um, everyone's kind of wondering where she is. Chat is a parent who we're gonna have issues doing dark uh, friend stuff. Yeah, <laughs> doing dark friend stuff. Yeah, because this then finally switches to Delana's point of view, and Delana's like meeting with Halima. Slash yes. Agonar. Agonar. <laughs> yeah. Uh or Aaron Erengar, not Agonar, Erengar. Um uh and um I think Osengar is Agonar and Erengar is Bathamiel. I might be backwards. But anyway, um yeah, so um Delena Del- tries to make it make her seem like uh she can't support every action uh, faction and you know they have to be careful because they'll be caught. Yeah. Um you know, and it says you and and don't you understand? Uh, if I continue to try supporting every faction, they will catch me out sooner or later. Everyone must mm-hmm. take some risk, and you will continue to press for a gentling Loghain. So, why is the focus on Loghain? What does Rand have to gain from Loghain? Is really the bigger question because we now, know if, they're trying to go ahead. What, what if thought? they gentle Loghain, that's going to make them an enemy of Rand. Hmm. I think it's. I think this is an attempt to keep Rand from getting more power. Very true. Because how does Rand forgive that? that? Yes. I mean, that's his first big decree that he just made from border to border all over the world. He's like, this 
this is my thing. All male trainers yeah. can come to me. It's not. I mean, they could anymore. do it in silence and then pretend like he never actually gained his power back. But then it'd be their yeah, word good to go Yeah, but you got the dark friends here that would spread the news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering Very- if maybe so. All all of this is somehow it's not going to go smooth, no matter what people decide to do. I mean, what's so, the title of the book? Yeah, Lord of Chaos. In the in the process of going after Loghain, Loghain gets unshielded or something, and then somehow he uses his power to free Magidian, and then somehow they tag team and come become partners to like go right now. That I don't see. No, I mean I I don't necessarily. I'm not really voting for that, but that would fit in Lord of Chaos. Like very just, true. Just when Egwene's like, all right, I got a handle on all of this. Everything blows up. Blows up in her face. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see that. I also, I do like your initial idea of if they steal him again, then we'll have some big issues with Rand. That I believe. That's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then, oh, wait. What happens when Matt finds out Logan is, or if Matt finds out Logan is there and that Logan can channel? I, I know Matt tries not to get too much in the politics of everything, but Rand is still his homeboy and Matt is aware of the decree. Yeah. Does Matt true. get involved to try and free him? I mean, or or the eyes to die would have to do something to try and silence Matt. I don't see that. Matt's mm-hmm. not going to give a damn about him. I promise you that much. Yeah. Matt that's wants true. nothing to do with the one power at all. He's about to look. True. I'm gonna turn a blind eye to this and y'all handle that shit. Yeah. Just know when I'm ready to go, y'all can't hold me back. Yeah, that's probably true. That sounds very Matt like. Yeah. And then also, Delana at this point is thinking about trying to kill Halima. So that's probably a great idea. But she does. She'll probably be the one that dies instead. She tries to do that. Uh, She's probably right. Because she just, uh, she uh, can, uh, that's Delana's eyes. She could channel, but I don't think she can take off Forsaken. No. Um, and then we switched back to Swan's point of view again. Um, and Swan's complaining about how Gwen never listens, but inward thinkingly at the same time, um, how she's going to make Thrones shake. I mean, she's, she's going to be amazing. I think, yeah, I think from an entertainment uh, perspective, Swan is excited to see what a Gwen does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's all the jumping around until we get to back to naive, and then to there's a lot of jumps in this chapter. Okay, so we go back to naive. <laughs> we go to the notes. I'm like, good lord. What about um, my block? <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Yeah, naive about the block. Yeah. Um, Jump on one leg and recite poetry to me. <laughs> yeah, we haven't tried that yet. Yeah. <laughs> but get on one hand and. Oh. <laughs> It's it's yeah, getting ridiculous at this point. They're just trying anything, um, yeah. And they're you know, realizes that I said I you know are trying to get her to channel without being angry, but it's ridiculous what they're trying at this point. Uh, what Ramonda's trying with her, but yeah, they're continuing to try to work on the 90s block, and it's still not working. Um, when her so. block breaks, the flood of energy is going to just like overpour. Yeah. What about the last part where as she's jumping? Ramonda is like sniffing for news, you know, about the conversation with Egwene and Nynaeve's like Egwene, the the Amberlin, I mean, uh, didn't say much. Something about having <laughs> to stay put in Saladar. But then in her head, it's this had better work or Egwene was going to hear a few choice words and learn or no. 
Egwene has uh, already got stuff moving. Like she's already mirroring exactly what Swan was doing, putting little things here and there to get stuff started slowly but surely, yeah. in a very meticulous manner. But yeah. so when I first when I first read it, I was like, "This had better work." What like the jumping on one leg? Like this no. had better work. We're continuing to try and get rid of this. She has a, she's got another plan. plan. She's got a plan to manipulate all of these Aes Sedai and thinking right. that they're following her. At second yeah. look, that's what I'm thinking for sure. Yeah. But what is what is the plan? The bigger mm-hmm. plan is to get all of the soldiers to be more or less on Rand's side, which we know. Right. And then also to get enough of the Aes Sedai to partner with the Black Tower so that they have the army they need during the end of war. Yeah. yeah, I also think there's some inf- information finding, but also like all these people that might be plotting against Egwene instead of doing nothing, maybe using Elaine, Nynaeve, Swan, others to feed information. And I'm doing air quotes right now to make them think that they're in a position that they know something about Egwene, mm-hmm. like, uh, but not really. Yeah. Manipulator, yeah. manipulators. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of plots within plots. Some days tomorrow going on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yep. Alan summarizes it in two words. Yep. So, yep. Uh, and then we switch yeah. to Elaine, who is giving Shiriam, uh the the rings, or at least one of the rings, um, the Tyrandriel rings, um, and tells Shiriam, um that she thinks Egwene's worried. Um, and Elaine also speaks with Amanda and Lilane, um, and how she thinks Egwene's a little afraid of them. And Sharam says that uh, she she will do what she can about the oh yes situation. Yeah, they're, they're already pitting the other sisters against each other. This yep. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then the final quick jump is back to Egwene, who is in her in her tub. Mm. Giggity. And, she, and she's thinking about uh um you know how. This is a lot better than the sweat the, the sweat tents <laughs> and, and the wise ones and how and she thinks the wise ones would be proud of her. So yeah. So the sweat tents would be cool. Like I've done steam baths, but the best part of a steam bath is the cool shower you take afterwards. Because when or you the come ice out, bath, ice bath, or the, or the ice bath afterwards. Yeah, I love ice like bath. I sweat like crazy in those, like most people probably do. But like I don't want to walk off with that sweat on me. It's that rinse afterwards it's like oh yeah that's the heaven yeah yeah ice bath afterwards is great yep so that's how we end this chapter it was a very eventful uneventful chapter mm-hmm. like there was so much going on but nothing really led to any form of a conclusion i think the battle that was fought was indeed days they mar like psyops <laughs> the psyops <laughs> battle yep yeah Yep. Look, they're all punch checkers, and Egwene's over there playing chess. Yeah, 40 well, the best. Over here. What wraps it up is the end where she says she remembered hearing Rourke say uh, that once a battle began, a battle leader no longer had any real control of events. All, yes. you, all you could do is sit and wait. So, like, it's all about the preparation and mm-hmm. how you influence different groups and whatnot. But once it starts, so her yeah, battle, nice. mm-hmm. yeah, her battle has begun. Right. Yep. And anything else in this chapter before we switch to our next chapter with back to our good friend Matt? Yeah, where's the parents chapter? I mean, sure. 
Okay, let's go back to the map. Parent who? If y'all can't tell, I'm still very hurt. I feel like we're going to finish this book. Are you talking about the blacksmith kid? Oh, parent yeah. chapter. <laughs> like if you do like a quick like plow through, like I think maybe we get one parent chapter. Yeah. He's flipping through the book real fast. I think it's like chapter yeah. 45. We do one click, click through. I think we're going to get one parent chapter, maybe two. One people. The best character in the whole series. I didn't even catch one on that quick flip. Books. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go on to Matt. Parents aren't on the books anymore. His, his, his arc's done. Uh. <laughs> we have to at least hear about his puppies. Oh, yeah. So moving on to chapter 38. A sudden chill. Here the dice. The dice. Ooh. Talk about ice baths. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so uh, we start with Matt. He is riding through the countryside um, uh, with Evienda, Oliver, and the band. And uh, they think they have to be close to Saladar. Um, and he's even thinking about it. Like, he's like, how close? And then right as he's thinking that, one of the um, scouts, Vannon, the bigger guy, um, comes bursting through. And is like, yeah, we found it. Uh, they found us, too. miles to the west. And they totally found us, and they captured some of us. But uh, yeah. we know where couple, it is now. A <laughs> couple, couple, couple of warders kind of snatched us up. I don't think so they killed anybody. We came back before. We think they're still alive. Yeah, That's he's fun. like, he's like, well, how many, how many ice and are there? It's Matt's question. He's like, he's like, uh, at least a few hundred. And he's like, what? What? Rand said they'll just what be like a handful. Like, <laughs> there is hundreds. Like he's like, I do not like the situation at all. Like I do not want to do this. We do know Rand is yeah. going crazy, so maybe it was just. Him not really paying well, attention. Well, no, either. Rand knew very also if, about Also, if if he told Matt that there were a thousand eyes to die there, you think Matt, Matt would, would like never? Go. Yeah, okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. We know the like, deal is that he lied. And, he like, hey, and, Matt, and they found out there's an entire army led by Gareth Bryn there too, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is not great." <laughs> and they're like, "All right, so let's start making plans." All right, so here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna get in defensive positions because that way we know we're not trying to attack if we're trying to defend. So it doesn't look like we're aggressors because um, we don't want this army <laughs> marching down us with all these Aes because we probably can't win a battle with that against that many Aes Sedai. And as you much know, sense it, as that makes mid-sentence, Avienda was like, wait, they were Which way is it? All right, Choo. peace. That's like, I was only halfway through this perfect plan of mine. Daggone it. Wipe the sand, but from between your legs and let's move. Giddy up. Yeah, so... Avian just takes off towards Saladar, and Matt's like, "All right, Tamana's you're in charge. I'm going with her." <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. All right, so, Alan, uh, who's your favorite character of these chapters? Tamanas. <laughs> All right, fine. Now I don't want to hear it again. Let's. <laughs> it's been established. He's here. Yay. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> uh, he's he's always here in our hearts. Um, you'll 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 grow to love Tamanas. Um, will I? Well, no. he's he's very much like a uh, and and uh, well, I'm not gonna give away spoilers. Um, I compare him to Breeze from Mistborn. So Ooh. okay. Um, now anyway, that um, I like. <laughs> so anyway, um, that doesn't give away really anything because he's completely different. But very, I don't know. I just like the way he's written. Um, so yeah, so they ride off Avienda and Matt um, and a couple of Bannermen. A couple of Bannermen. Uh, right off to Saladar. Um, you know, when they get close, actually, was it Avienda actually wants to ride on the horse, which Matt thinks oh, is strange. Yeah. But, 
Yeah. yeah. I was thought, I thought that was a little strange too. Did yeah. we get a good like, explanation of why? I didn't I didn't no. really pick up on that. No. No. She just decided she wanted to be all up on Matt for a moment. Yeah. And that comments on it. <laughs> She's probably trying to compose herself. She's that side straddle and everything. Very mm-hmm. no, very unladylike with her dress all the way up to her knees and having road motorcycles with a significant other on the back there is nothing better than riding wind in your face boobs pressed against your back it mm. is very comfortable that's so how you felt when ride. i rode when i rode the back of your bike at one time uh, <laughs> you, you, you can reach back with one hand kind of give the thigh a squeeze you've got cruise control uh-huh. you do it with two hands it's nice we had so just many cat calls in the mountains of virginia <laughs> from like rednecks driving by uh, trucks just uh, two uh, dudes uh, riding a bike together yeah, yeah inside uh, to be funny. Uh, that was that was yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, you were you were young enough then. You didn't have boobies. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't point. I couldn't uh, really snuggle up in them. Yeah. yeah, we were going tubing, and uh, and we decided to leave a car down at the bottom of the river. And I asked someone to bring a car down to pick me up. And of course, here comes Ian on his motorcycle. Like, I got a car for you, buddy. I'm like, <laughs> how about? <fun>? Uh, <laughs> I brought an extra helmet. <laughs> you want to ride back? Yeah. It's like we're gonna get. We're gonna get lynched up here in the mountains for <laughs> yeah. Yep. The locals were not uh, a fan. No, they were not a fan of two dudes riding a bike together. But hey, whatever. Um we had a good it. time. Avienda would have been better on the back, uh, honestly. Sure. Uh-huh. That's you didn't say at the time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um yeah, so so Matt starts heading towards the village. Um and and they get there. And immediately announces that he wants to speak to the Armalin. Um, and yeah. Um, He's kind of like, riding up in there and everybody's staring. He's like, oh, they already know. So yeah, I might as well get to, get to the point of this because right. I'm already tired of waiting. Take me to your Not theory. enough times. Hold on. How many times has Alan told this story the podcast? Not enough times. <laughs> you probably get it two or three more times. Oh, no. We got how many more years? You're, you're going to get the story a bunch more times. This is one of my highlights of my life is riding press against Ian on the back of his motorcycle. Um, I will never We're, we're waiting six more episodes to bring up the youth tent again. <laughs> that, that's in the spreadsheets. You, you know, that's top five. So top five. Top <laughs> <laughs> five. <laughs> uh, anyway. So first, I want to know why Avienda was so interested in Oliver. Yeah. She's like, oh, so Shido killed his father. Mm-hmm. And his mother died of hunger. Are you sure? Do what you really know about him. So that kind of just like threw me. He's like, why do you feel like you owe him? Because Aiel killed his family. She's like, oh, I don't have no toe with that guy. Like, he's just a child. And, and I had nothing to do with it. So no, I don't. I have no toe. But, clearly. I wonder and if they got some prophecy that involves a child like that. Maybe. That's a good question. And then, so he didn't come in looking for the Amelie. He came in specifically looking for the three girls he came for. And he was told, I'll see if the Amelie will see you. He's That's like, right. well, I guess that'll work. Like, all right, cool. Let's, let's start at the let's top. Do sure. this. Yeah. Little yeah. does he know. Yeah. Um, and then he enters the Amelie's office with Nanib. Nanib, like, reads him. Like, wait, 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 wait. Can we go over the, there? can we go over the most annoying part of this chapter with these freaking eyes that I? When they're kind of waiting and they notice Avienda, and of course they can notice that Avienda can channel, 
So they're getting all up in her grill, be like, oh my goodness, and da 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 da, and let it and like. Well, first they got in the match grill. The one girl's like, oh my God, I see it. And they're like, yeah. I see it. And she's like, I see it. Oh, yeah. She can see Tavir in this. Yeah. yeah. You found your first talent. You can yeah. see Tavir. And announce it loudly enough that, of course, everybody can hear. So that was no, no accident. No. So they blow him up, and then they're all up in Avienda's grill. Like, how do they. If they if they know they're low on numbers and they're trying to recruit, how is that your recruiting method? Just barraging somebody and being super annoying. Like I would not want to join a group like that if that was my introduction to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nynaeve comes out, which yes. is funny interaction too. <laughs> oh, right off the bat, old school. So this is straight comedy here forward for the next few pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just goes straight back to Two Rivers. Wool headed this and blah 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 and what are you doing here? Hey, I'm a general. I'm a general. Well, you could generally like stop pretending to be someone you're not, Matt, and get your ass in here. <laughs> like, right. And then they walk in and find Egwene and Elaine in there and see Egwene with the stole on her shoulders. And Matt immediately thinks it's a joke. He's like, you guys are funny. You guys are hilarious. You've gone way too far. When they find this out, you're going to yeah, kill gonna us. So like, much trouble. It's just, you know, it's like, hey, cut that shit out. Let's just cut to the chase. The reason why I'm here is all you guys, you're coming back with me. Rand wants you and Camlin and Lane. You're coming with me. I'm going to drag you back there. Nani, if you can come in too. Uh, Gwen, you know what? Take the stole off. You're playing around. It's funny, but they'll have your hide for that. No, no, no. We got to get that <laughs> off. Like He's freaking out because he wants nothing to do with the situation to begin with. And then here he is yeah. with three girls that he feel like are pulling his leg. Right. So yeah. I would be frustrated too, like walking into that situation. The other part is, is he didn't even give time for them to speak. Because had he let no. them speak, they could have been like, hey, this this is a real thing. Like, I am who I am. I don't think he yeah. would have agreed with it. I don't think he would have believed them. But at least he could have gotten the information before getting berated. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can kind of remember with them getting barraged with all the eye to eye coming up ahead of time. And oh, Tavir and oh, pull Avienda away. Like, the emotions are already kind of riled up. And then... It's Nynaeve didn't really do a great job of setting the tone for good communication either. You know, I'm not trying to blame any one party, but she's right off the bat scolding Matt, the set and the other. Like, it'd have been nice, and I won't talk about the lack of communication here, poor communication, but it would have been nice if they would have all realized, hey, we've all gone through a lot in its last, what, year, two years, however long it's been since they've seen each other. Right. Each one individually knows that they've changed a lot but they're not allowing their perspective of the people around them to change as easily, if that makes sense. Like, why why should they be so surprised that Matt has ended up where he's at, considering where they are versus where right. they started? Like, sh- yeah. like, why should it be that big of a surprise? But they won't even consider that Matt could possibly be doing what he's doing right now, and vice versa. Yeah. And, and, and obviously during this, I mean, after Matt announces that he's there to save him, um, yeah, and, and definitely now that Egwene's playing at 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 Armalyn. and I love the fact that he even says like you know they put up uh, Armalyn here. Whoever that stupid girl is, are full of girl. <laughs> he says something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> and then right as that line is delivered, delivered, uh, a novice named Tabitha run walks into the room and is like, "Should I bring wine for the general mother?" <laughs> it's like, 
Matt's jaw drops. It's great. It's good yeah. comedy. That's great. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. I could, yeah. He Jordan writes through it really quickly. I'd love to know more of what's going on in Matt's head. Like, as it's starting to click of what happened. Oh, it's just sheer has- dumb, like, dumbfoundedness. Like, there's nothing going on in his head. He's staring like... You're in headlights. Yeah. But Aes Sedai are his enemy. More so than Rand thinks Aes Sedai are his enemy. In Matt's perspective, they are 100% his enemy. He wants absolutely nothing to do with them. But now he's on this mission for Rand to bring a Aes Sedai back. Uh, and one of his childhood friends is the freaking Armelin seat. Like, that's a lot to deal with. Right. I love you, but I hate you. Like, how does that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and to the to the uh, title of the chapter, uh, one, if not all of the girls tried channeling on him. Right. Early oh, on yeah. when he's flipping out and none of it worked. And right. that's when he talks about his medallion. He can mm-hmm. tell when people are trying to channel on him because it gets really cold. Yeah. Well, and they say it's like it, like the power dissolved when it touched. Yeah, him. yeah. The flow's just. It's an interesting way to like, describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fell apart. But how yeah. can the weaves just disappear? It's almost like it creates a little they force melt. field around them. Well, they got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like our basic understanding of physics still applies here. Yeah, you know, you can't, you can't flame, be created or destroyed. Took, you ever took a flame to thread? What happens? They just melt away. No, they curl up a little bit. Well, you see the smoke. Yeah. So matter isn't being created or destroyed. Are we getting physics about this? Right. Yeah. (laughs) What is happening with it? It's just changing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's you know you know that's a good answer right here. This is a good answer. Uh, Raffo, yeah. deck on it. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, I'm just thinking though, like I like that. Maybe, maybe we find out more what it does. The, the 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 thing it's cold against his chest, so I'll come up with theory. Yeah, I think the flows go somewhere. Yeah, it's just that know. medallion transfers them from there to somewhere else. Well, it, it like tr- like it's like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like a cooling coil, like an AC unit, like it just pulls the power out. So then everything around it gets cold, and the energy just kind of dispels. Even better, what if it stores it? That would be awesome. And then at some point, he or somebody finds a way to release the power. That would be crazy. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Raffo, redirected with his staff. Hey, talking Ooh. about the one he holds in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He might hold that one in his hand, too. <laughs> so that's how we end this chapter with, with Matt's mouth on the floor, jaw on the floor, and just an utter shock. Matt, so. close your mouth before you catch flies. Yep. Then you says that's perfect. Satisfaction. Mm-hmm. He's also got to be thinking, all right, I knew this wasn't going to be easy, but now it just got really difficult. Rand gave him a <laughs> damn near impossible task to begin with, and now it's even worse. So so much worse. Yeah. He's yeah. got, yeah. He's like, you got the, the luck of the Taviran. Like, you should be able to get this done. Yeah. And that might help him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you guys ready to move on to the final chapter? Yeah. Sure. All right. Chapter 39. Possibilities.
all of the possibilities. Is this worse than choices? Uh, <laughs> all right, here here's a riddle for you. When you have three, you have three. Mm-hmm. When you have two, you have two. Mm-hmm. When you have one, you have none. Mm-hmm. Choices. That's oh, that's true. why I hated all the choices chapters, and this is why possibilities suck. Also, like <laughs> their their worlds are colliding, and it it's kind of like a chain of events are just going to unfold. Things are slowly but surely. As much as each individual is trying to control what happens and they have a game plan, they can't all happen. And it's it's not like one is just going to dominate the rest. Like it's just going to be chaotic. Anyways, Lord of mm-hmm. Chaos. Here we go. Yep. Thank you, Bilbo Ian. You spelled you spelled <laughs> dildo wrong. It's with a D. <laughs> with a D. All right. So chapter 39, possibilities. And with the, just the wheel of time symbol. Um, and uh, we start where, right where we left off. Uh, now that Matt knows that Egwene's uh, the rebel Amerlin, um, Egwene reclaims her stole and adjusts it. And her chair. She said, Matt, my chair. Matt, Matt, get your ass up. That's my chin. And, and, and yeah. he's like, really? Yeah, like, really? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, imagine what's going through his mind, though. A year ago, well, she was a sniveling little girl in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's but that's what I'm saying. They've it. all changed so much. Drastically. Yeah. Yeah. I'd feel like when they got in a room together, instead of like trying to position, they were like, wouldn't they run up to each other and be like, you would not believe what has happened to me. You have, this is so freaking cool. Y'all ain't gonna believe this, but no shit. Not only am I a general of armies, but when I get in fights, like I accidentally whoop everybody's ass. Like, I don't even think about it. Like it's over and everybody's dead and I'm just there. It's great. Yeah. Girls would be like, well, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. Like that would have been cool, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt, Matt does react. I mean, he loses it. He says this madness. This is insane. Like, you know, you guys are all going to end up with your heads cut off. <laughs> like, I think this is actually like, this is like, what are you doing? Um, do you realize that you're rebels and you're not a leader of the rebels? You're like, you're going to be dead. Like, and then he actually ends up kicking, <laughs> kicking Matt, which is great. <laughs> um, causes great the other two girls to laugh. That's uh, the worst pain, by the way. Getting kicked in, kick, kicked in the ass. Kicked in the shin. Oh, Shin. Yeah. And Shin. Shin. Yeah. Well, calves. Or have you ever had your yeah, biceps yeah. stepped on? Did you ever dabble in no, rugby? Uh, no. Bicep well, stepped on. That sucks. Uh, calves suck too. Yeah, calves. I played, but I never hit the ground. I was like, I refuse. Yeah. Yeah. Shin. I don't, I don't imagine you going to the ground very much. See, no. <laughs> I went to the ground often. <laughs> you know, I bounced yeah. off of people. I couldn't outrun <laughs> you. It, trouble. I mean, I've been tap danced on by by like a huge like three hundred pound guy. Um, so that was, yeah, that was priceless. Yeah, but, but that was my fault. Yeah, yeah. don't don't stomp on a big guy's jacket. Um, and uh, I've told that story on this podcast before. We're gonna recycle stories over the next five years. We've run out of them, so get used to it, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of a new one every now and then. We, we, have, to, we have to create new stories. Well, what happened over the weekend, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> I have kids, so it's all our kids' stories. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Matt's angry at this point. Um, Egwene tells Matt that you know they're in quite the predicament. You know, he has a whole army of dragon sworn. <laughs> Matt's like dragon sworn. We're not dragon sworn. We're the opposite <laughs> of that. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like, well, you, you follow Rand, right? And it's like, well, I guess they do dragon sword. Well, oh. 
<laughs> she has a point, but uh, it's not really what we are. Um, but yeah, um, it, it kind of goes back and forth a little bit, and he's like, "Listen, we don't want to have a battle here. Oh, we I just ran orders. I'm trying to get Elaine at least back. Can we at least do that?" <laughs> yep. Yeah. But also, Matt quickly he's like, "Okay, everything you said." doesn't change my plans and i think my plans still work for everybody he's like if y'all keep doing this you get yourself killed so why don't you just come with me anyways like still we need to just get out of here and go and get mm-hmm. elaine to camelin everybody can come right. let's go right so i'll go yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and and a great special thing about it which means that she won't um and yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know they, they, she's trying to figure out a way to i mean the whole thing she's trying to figure out a way to reclaim the white tower without any bloodshed um Good luck. She needs to get over you know, that. What? No bloodshed. Blood do without bloodshed. Oh, without bloodshed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, especially if you threaten it, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of the tone she's starting to take with people. So. I mean, she's yeah. gonna get her seat back. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll get the angry owls with that, but it's how they deal with Elida is the question. And and to answer your question, uh, Dana, yes, it wasn't the the cap. It was the ass. And, but, yeah. Oh, you know, was it? Yeah. I like calf better. Calf's hurt more than an ass. I mean, right. an ass 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 anyway, deal, so. we yeah. it, good kick. You almost immediately cramp. That's why it's so bad. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so we're, we're rewriting Jordan there for a second, you know, because Shin's hurt more than an ass. Little too. fan fiction. Yeah, she little punches fan. him in the ear. Ah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Matt gets fed up and leaves at some point. He's <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Tell Dude, me you're not going to listen to me. So when you're ready to listen to me, you know where I'm at. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. When you're I'm ready to listen around. to reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elaine, I still intend to take you back to Camlin. Uh, and then he leaves. And then after he leaves, you know, they. Well, he asked about Tom. He does. Yeah. He asked for Tom. As he's walking he's out, walking he's out. like, yeah, I'm stomping out. By the way, is uh, Tom around? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now I'm still mad. I'm gonna go talk to Tom. They're like, he's probably just gonna go drink with them. <laughs> and yeah. and the three girls once he leaves starts you know trying to figure out how what they're gonna deal with Matt the red the you know the band of the red hand uh, Gareth friend's army and trying to figure out you know um, all this stuff and that's when Elaine suggests well why don't we just take Matt to Evadar with them with them you know hey okay. saw this coming I think this is the best option right now agree yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but will he and, go for it is really the question. And what is he going to do with his army? He can't take a whole army. And well, yeah, that they, being said, are they going to travel or are they going to travel? Right. And they talk about like marching north and how that'll look like they're marching on the White Tower. And that might be a, uh, you know, a bad, you know, escalate things where she's not trying to escalate things yet, too. Yeah. And, uh, but, trying to so move. Matt can do sneaky if he needs to do sneaky. If they right. get Avienda to go with them, Avienda clearly could do sneaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would have to be a smaller party. You're right. But I don't think a hundred Aes Sedai and a whole Gareth Bryn army could be sneaky. No. Right. No, no, no. So, well, but then what happens to the band? Does Matt leave the band uh, with your buddy? Tamanis? Right. Or not Tamanis? Who is it? Tamanis? Oh, Tamanis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, all right, you know, you just hang out here with Gareth Bryn and y'all do your stuff and be <laughs> nice and make friends and we're going to go on this mission. That would be odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, Evidar's looking more and more like the right right way to going. Um, uh, do you think Matt will go for it? I think so. If it Matt's still mission focused, I mean, as much as he could be concerned about Egwene, that's still not his mission. If Egwene stays, he doesn't fail. 
The only way he fails is if Elaine does not make it a Camelot. I'm so, moving it up the rest of the episode, by the way. To my honest, it's just going to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> Tamanis rules. I guess. <laughs> Tamanis <okay>. rules. <laughs> yeah, um, I, could, I could see him going for it. If, if yeah. that's the compromise to be made. Like, hey. For sure. I, I would think Elaine would have to give her word that, hey, if you go with us to do this and retrieve this, then I will go to Camelin. And then he'd buy it. And I think everybody is enough uh, a person of their word that by the time they, they go, they would though, trust one another. Um, Egwene would have it set up to where they would all be going. Yeah, maybe. I don't think Egwene can dip out though. Egwene can't I do mean, sneaky she's stuff pick anymore. Up everybody in Solidar and all of them really go. Oh, the whole shebang. Now that so shebang. that's possible. And shebang. so she, That's going a huge tangent, she, but Egwene's already talked about how, like, okay, yeah, here locally, boom, you're the Amelin, yeah, I'm the Amelin, and the people here see it, but the world needs to see it, and the world needs to believe it. So her moves in the world right now can't be small, can't be sneaky and stealthy. She needs to be seen, and she needs to do significant things. So if she moves, it's going to be with the armies, armies. Right. I think she's going to try and right. get the band to join with Gareth Brynn and yeah, that would be very advantageous to her. She even, she even says, I mean, so the next scene when Shiram shows up, she thinks that Gareth Bryn's army won't put up with the Dragon Sworn, with the band. Because they're still lumping them in with the Dragon Sworn, which are different people. That's, That's their, like, their... you know what I think of it with Matt's reaction? It's like, I try not to talk politics with people too much um, because I, I mostly identify as libertarian, but that is such a huge spectrum and there's weird libertarians and there's... They believe all sorts of things. So people ask me specific questions. They're like, well, do you want to lower taxes? And I'm like, yeah, I want to lower taxes. They're like, well, you're a Republican. And I'm like, ew, why would you say that? (laughs) Like, just because there's one thing. I feel like that was Matt's like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of doing a couple of things for Rand, but that doesn't mean I'm a dragon sworn. What the, why would you say that? Ew. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it works on all, especially the political spectrums. You're right. Uh, you can say that about it's a lot very, of. You can very easily get pulled into the political game and never find a way mm-hmm. out. No, yeah, no. It, I mean, I have friends just, that are like super, super liberal, like further than you know they where they you call them a Democrat and they get really upset. They're like, no, I'm communist. No, more than that. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I have a friend. He actually identifies as a communist. Uh, that's that's his uh, his his whole thing. Uh, uh, yeah, he's. Which also, which also for, by the way, uh, I know he doesn't listen to our podcast, but uh, he's a comedian in Richmond. So when he first started coming out about the whole communist stuff, I thought he was just part of a, an act. <laughs> like, like, I didn't know he was that's, serious or not. Cause he's, he's a funny com- shtick. <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian by trade. I mean, literally, that's what he does for a living. So I was like, oh, this is this is a good get. Like, and I was like, oh, you, no, you're serious? So, oh, okay. I guess this is interesting. Um, yeah. See how far this goes. Uh, <laughs> it's a train wreck that you can't help but watch her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As an extreme, as a, I, I consider myself a centrist. Um, which a lot of people get upset about. Like, ew, a centrist. I'm like, oh, just uh, try to find uh, balance. There's nothing wrong I find, with that. Yeah, I, I find I find good things on both sides. Um, oh, uh, sometimes a term I don't know actually. Yeah, what a centrist? Yeah, I've never heard of that before. They uh, don't really so exist. They don't really anymore. exist. Yeah, yeah. Oh. the ones that don't really pick sides. Yeah, so. <laughs> nobody, nobody likes them because every time somebody speaks, Alan goes, 
I can see where you would think that. You make a good point. <laughs> I do that. Like, somebody else you're supposed to get opposite. angry with me. I'm like, oh, no, I, if you make a valid point, I'm going to agree with yeah, you. That's, well, that's a good argument. Yeah. <laughs> make a good case. I'm curious how that might play out. Let's yeah, roll the dice. Yeah, let's, let's roll the dice. See what happens. Um, yeah. But anyway, enough politics talk. Um, let's move on to uh, the last part where Sharon comes in. And they had this whole conversation about what to do. Um, and, you know, she wants to know what happened with Matt. And Gwen says, you know, well, Rand wants the rebels. I said, I swear, felt fealty to them. And they have a really, um, you know. Sherry was very excited about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, like, fully supporting it. <laughs> no, not somebody. Yeah, sure. Did somebody, sure. Say, did somebody uh, say the G word? Yeah, they're, they're trying. They're trying to get us to do it. Hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't, hasn't come up this episode. It hasn't come up. You have to wait till no. actually she shows up. Uh, by the way, they, they want us to do Bella. Uh. Now, she <laughs> is always in our hearts. This Tamanis thing, I don't know. But yeah. Bella's always in our hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Funny. Now, they're really definitely trying to run game on these different factions. Speaking mm-hmm. of, like, government and you know, parties and policies and plans. We've got all these different Aes Sedai that are angling to have things their way through their control of Egwene. Egwene is trained enough with the wise ones to be fully aware and competent and to make decisions without it being, like, showing on her face because she used to be that person where you could tell her intentions by just looking at her. And now she's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's do this, let's do that. And then the final approval comes through, and she's like, decline, 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 decline. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, what do you think about her reaction to, about the swearing fealty to Rand? Like, her hor- like she's horrified by it. Like, I mean, not, not only should she, de- uh, you know, the queen says she said no to Matt, but still, like, the whole reaction to that. Uh, do, you, do you think they're going to need to eventually? I mean, what do you think the, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like how is Rand going to actually be successful if he is in fact, the dragon reborn with the potential to, you know, save the world or destroy it. If we're wanting him to save the world, we've talked about how it's probably going to take a unification of like all beings in this world. Right. Or pretty darn close to it. You know, as powerful as the eyes that I are, you, I would think they'd have to join up with them. Mm-hmm. At least some of them. The female acid I should say. <laughs> so, no, I agree with you. That's why I said in the beginning, like I feel like she's gonna try to find a way to get the whole army to join up with Rand as soon her whole army to join up with Rand as soon as possible. But she's gotta do so in a very tricky way. So if you're a female Aesodai, like Sherium is, if you actually believe that Rand is the dragon reborn and only he has the power to save or destroy the world and we know this time is now it is now in our lifetime why wouldn't you serve him if you're working against him how is that helping save the world do you not believe in the prophecies do you not believe he's the actual dragon reborn or are you just so full of yourself that you refuse do you, like do you think you're somehow greater than the dragon reborn or is or there a part of the prophecy we don't understand prophecy. damn you beat me to it because that's where yeah. i was going Maybe there's more of the prophecy that we don't know as readers. That they don't I, want I know to they know. want to be able to control him, manipulate him, guide him, whatever word you want to use. But uh, yeah, good luck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Good luck trying to control Egwene. That's, yeah, 
They got no idea. This whole interaction between Egwene and Shiriam and talking about the armies and should they march and Shiriam's like, oh, that's kind of a bold move for early on. And she's like, yeah, but Egwene's like, yeah, but what about the dragon sworn? You know, Gareth Bryn, like, you know, we were supposed to go stomp them all out. And Shiriam catches herself. Yeah. Shiriam's like, well, he's going to do whatever we tell him. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, whatever you tell him sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. I just... You could see Egwene starting to, I mean, her eyes are wide open. She knows that everybody's trying to control her and manipulate her, but she's starting to plant the seeds to be able to fight back. She even talks about how she can't wait. And not that she dislikes Shiriam. She says Shiriam would actually be a really good keeper, probably even a good Amerlin, but she can't wait for that moment to put her in her place as the keeper. And th- this is just like the beginning of that, mm-hmm. you know? And she ends up, I mean, somewhat manipulating Shiriam into deciding to move north towards Tarvala. Yep. Yep. And make almost um, makes it seem like it's her idea. Right, well, yeah, yeah. Right. With everything you've told me, logic states we must. That's thank you, Shiriam. Yeah, I really right. value your wisdom and input. <laughs> so, so but in this book, gotta do what an armland's gotta do, right? Hey. Do you think we're, do you think we're marching on Tarvalon by the end of this book? The city that's I mean, never that might be captured. They said that that's where they were on their way to. But I have a feeling like we're going to get something in between. What's this place with the, the Angriel or Tangriel? Ab- Abudar? Abudar? Abudar. Mm-hmm. And that's on the way to? No, Abudar's on south. It's, it's the exact opposite direction. Okay. Um, yeah, if you if you look at the nice little little maps. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, from where they are, oh, let's look at the map. Celadar. Abudar is southwest. So if you, if you look at the map, Celadar is down right above Altara, where you see it says Altara in the south. So Celadar gotcha. and Evadar's on the coast down there, which is south. Um, and, and they mentioned the, the ruler here, Tylan, as well, saying that, you know, she'll never stand for that if you try to march. You know, we're trying to win win over um, people here. If we bring a whole army down to Evadar, that's not a good idea. Gotcha. Yeah. Because we need their support if we're going to win back the tower. So... The whole Merchant of Tarvalon might be their intention. Like I said, I think Egwene's also waiting for a moment, and she even talks about it here, waiting for a moment to seize opportunity to be Omerlin, do something Omerlin to stand out. Mm-hmm. Well, we know um, more than they know. We know it's a horrible idea because there are literally Aes Sedai and Wait that are part of the Black Asha that will attack them. Yeah. If they make it. And they there have- are the tra- Well, I'm, I'm assuming they probably have some traps that the Asha set up. Yeah. Just I mean, we know we know there are two Forsaken in the, in, the, in Saladar right now. One's in the collar, the other one's free. And then we know there's at least one Forsaken in the, in the White Tower right now. Right, yeah. So, that'd, be a heck, that'd be a heck of a battle. We, we know that as a, as a reader. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know exactly what it is, but I get the vibe that that might be their intent, what they start to do, but something crazy is going to kick off and they're going to redirect or, or like just get forced <laughs> into some other situation. Okay. So. Okay. And that's what we in this chapter. Them deciding to to march towards Tarvalon. Tarvalon. There's a lot in the I'd middle s- of these chapters. I'd still like to see Rand, uh, Gateway or Traveler, whatever he does, with a handful of channeling dudes and a handful of channeling dudettes, and just mm. go straight into Tarvalon and the White Tower and be like, bzz, bzz, "All right, this is a Queen's now." But you've got you got. Black eye or dark eye should eye or whatever you want to call them. You have 
people in there. So, you know, they have wards set up to alert them if anybody gets in. Because I, yeah. I thought it was genius, the idea of them creating a, um, a way to travel directly into the tower. But at the same time, I'm like, that suicide. Because the minute you do it, these dark mm-hmm. friends are going to know. Because they've got Forsaken on their side. And they know how to set those type of wards up. It might even pull mm-hmm. you out of your travel and maybe dump you somewhere you don't want to be like right in the midst oh, yeah. of a bad army or something. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think everything they're planning to do, we're going to have one of those end of chapters where it's like, uh, and they all got on their horses and set off, and then the next chapter is going to be like, little did they know, and just utter chaos, and everything takes a turn. Right. That's what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, they don't know there's so many, they don't know about the dark friends that are in the tower. True that. Already they're making bad decisions. Yeah. And who knows what happens when they find this Trongreal or Ungreal or Songreal or whichever one it is. It's a bowl. Yeah. It could really change things. A bowl full of cloudy, misty water. Makes you just feel good. We got, uh, and the journey is what matters because they're often bad. If mine could. Store it all information. You know, actually, I think what's what's important, what matters, is the friends you met along the way. That's uh... <laughs> haven't you seen yeah. the hobbits in that one weird scene where they're all like, "Oh my god, hobbits, you survived!" And, and not all that wander are lost. Yeah, get all tokenism. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever I wander, it's because I'm lost. Yeah, I normally too. And I wander <laughs> a lot. Although Matt, Matt seems pretty lost. He literally, he has not ended up anywhere he's wanted to go ever in this book, ever. No. At all. No. True. Not once. No. Very Every true. time he's like, I want to go do this, and he's about to do it, he gets pulled somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, that's even better, Skeeter. Thank you. Oh, the dark friends you met along the way. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh. Hey, pour, pour one out for Peter, guys. Pour one out for Peter. <laughs> you know, I fully expect oh, yeah. Alan to die. His hair black at the end of this book, and mm-hmm. where yeah. where dark fingernails black and yeah, yeah we're gonna have we're gonna have um we're gonna have my chemical romance play on a uh, blast in the background. A little emo, don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, we're gonna do a GoFundMe that way we can have all the money for your makeup and nails. There you go. They were telling me about that story uh for Halloween. I went as an emo kid. Like I dyed my hair black and fingernails and the whole the whole thing. Wear a black shirt with black pants and uh. Went to a Halloween party and I got a character so much that like one of my friends actually called me up the next day. I was like, "It's like, dude, um, are you okay? Like, you seemed like really, really bad last night." I was, like, I was like, "No, I was a character, dude." He's like, "Oh, you're like, you're like, like nailed it, <laughs> nailed it, yes." <laughs> Such a good like they come up to me like and they're like they're like, "Hey, Al, how's the news?" Like, "Oh, no, life sucks, man." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are you? Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was in character the entire time. I was like, it was in college. It was a good time. That's perfect. Um, so yeah, that's it for this chapter. So uh, anything else that we missed or anything else? Uh, Probably. Probably. Yeah. There's a, um, again a lot, but a little. It was all just really building up to this point of her making the decision. We're going to try to make two things work. We're going to try to get him to go with you guys, Sabadar. And then we'll go with him to accomplish whatever goal he has. But at the end of the day, I'll be able to fill my goal by sending Rand an army and connecting him with the Aes Sedai. 
you know, because I am Aes Sedai, so if he wants to talk to them, they can talk to me first. So many small things. Yeah, Peter. He's just a small town boy. Uh, <laughs> born and raised in South Endor. He took the midnight wagon. Going anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> to the Dark Friends <laughs> concert. Speaking of Journey. Um, yeah, so. Favorite character? You know, yeah. it should it should be a Gwen for so many be. reasons. I am gonna do Matt though, really for the comedy. Really, I died laughing when Matt was in there. Was like, "What are you doing? Oh my gosh! When they see you, and just I don't know. I could just picture it, and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my person of this chapter was, um... oh man. Our 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 um Ayil friend. What's her name? Avienda. Avienda. Because she didn't. Girl on a mission. I I expected her to snap and go off, and she was really calm and collected, and she composed herself very well. I expect for her to go off as soon as she, you know, talks her business with her people. Yeah. Remember. You can't let Matt's interpretation of what he thinks happening affect what you think Avienda's there to do. Mm-hmm. Matt's got it all wrong. She's not there to pick a fight or start some shit. She's there for some toe, for some big ass, some big toe. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep. the biggest of toe. And, and we all know my favorite. You know, yep. Who's Tom Wait, who's, who's that? <laughs> Are those similar to tamales? Is that what they're tamales? The Hot tamales around the campfire. Yeah, exactly. Good I like tamales. Tamales are good. Yeah. Hot, hot tamale. Yeah, so next time, we'll be doing three chapters again. We're on the three train for a while because they're, they're short chapters. A lot happens yeah, in these, but they're, they're, they're yeah. Um, good old threesome. <laughs> threesome. The threesome. A, a menage chapter. Um, and we'll be doing chapter 40, 41, 42, which is unexpected laughter, a threat, and... The Black Tower. So I was actually that's somebody going crazy. uh, It's not unexpected. It's Rand. Gotta be going crazy. It's Rand. Now I will say I had lunch with a friend, and he was very interested in the Black Tower and was wondering why I was not interested. I'm like, well, right now they're not doing anything for real. They're just training. When they engage, if they actually like show they have some cojones, then I follow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, you got to feel like that's only a matter of time. The way mm-hmm. they've been progressing, like, I don't know. I guess maybe we'll get something cool this book, but it, it might not be till next book. Yeah. This is the, the first mention, technically, of the Black Tower, besides the Black Tower coming on our podcast. The Black Tower yeah, podcast. I, say, I don't even know. Like, I had an issue with that name, too. I don't know why they call them the Black Tower. They just called them, like, the Male Tower or the Other Tower. Maybe Simply we'll because out. I affiliate black with the dark friends. I'm like, they're not, yeah, they're not black mean, they're not negative. Yeah. Yeah. So are are they? The well endowed tower, the oh, let's tower. See, that's a good question. <laughs> I, could, I know at least a couple of them are not. Yeah. Well remember so, we had our thoughts if how risky it is if Taim is actually dark friend or forsaken mm-hmm. and he's training all of these male channelers that could take a horrible turn for the worse. Hmm. And then it's just Rand and Loghain. Yeah. That's it. 
Definitely. And Owen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, one thing I was going to do at the end of this episode was I am going to do a giveaway. So for people to actually stick through us and listen to the giveaway. Yeah. And I asked Skeeter to be kind of hunting through the comments this entire time. I didn't tell him why. So he didn't even know what he was picking um, uh, to look for a good comment that was made uh, during the show to give away a free uh, coffee mug or do a floaties coffee mug. Um, and please uh, let it be Dana's comment that Alan has told the same story 10 times. Well, he, <laughs> he never done three, so it's yeah. going to be tough now. Not to pick two, three, you're supposed to pick one. You filled your side skater. Oh, uh, <laughs> so he said, uh, but now you have um, choices. If it was just one, it wouldn't be a choice. Yeah. Um, so we got some um, uh, some will time raffos from 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 Bully. We have uh, Wadaholic, uh, and then also Amis for a good Bilbo Ian. Um, it, was, it was a great riddle. Yeah. It was a good riddle. <laughs> Skeeter, I didn't fail. I overachieved. Um, yes. <laughs> Three times the awesomeness. I didn't tell you why I was asking you to do it. So <laughs> it's fun. Um, so how about this? Um, everyone wins. All three of you will get something. Um, I'll get oh, big yeah. baller. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do a big giveaway. Uh, and just give away to 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 uh, Bully, um, uh, Amis, and Wadahawk, which I, I thought about disqualifying Wadahawk because I know how much it costs to ship to Australia. But you know what? I love you. We're, we'll ship you something. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Sound> the way. <sighs> Yeah, three I'm months, done. but it's coming. No, it comes actually pretty fast. I've shipped things there before. It goes, it goes oh, pretty wow. fast. It just it That's costs cool. a lot. All right. I, I, sh- I sent one of our uh, patrons a sticker, and you know it's a ten dollars sticker with seventy dollars of shipping. So uh, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Oh, my heart. It's my heart. Some pigeons or some albatrosses yeah. and send them that way. <laughs> Again, just like my wedding. Why do you have to live in an island so far away? It's, it's, it's a, a continent. continent. Let's be, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's the size of the United States. It's gigantic. It's practically <laughs> sitting on their so own plate. Like, is yeah. it really? I've never really figured that, paid that any attention. You know, when we look at Yeah, Australia's the, the same US size as continent. Large. Yeah. Yeah. Continent of the United States, but the same size. Oh, okay. Um, no, if you're in the UK, that's fine. Uh, UK's fine too. Um, we, we ship the UK all the time. Uh, we're, we're, we're happy to. Sh- and it's a floaties mug? Yeah, not a frosty one, not a frosty one. The coffee, coffee oh, the coffee mug that's still very Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll ship, we'll ship away. Uh, not a big deal, we'll we'll make it happen. Um, it'll probably be sometime next week when I get around to doing it, but yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get get it as a Christmas present. Yeah, by the time it gets all the way over there. Uh, (laughs) um, yeah, so that's it for uh, that's uh, ready to wrap it up. I guess you guys are ready. Yeah, anything else you guys want to add? Chris, Chris, you okay there? Sorry. Yep, <laughs> sorry. I, 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 yeah. Sure. Those are cats. Those are cats. All right. How have you found us at thewheelreads.com? Um, I'm going to keep this short. That's that's how we found us. <laughs> just, just go there. Perfect. You get links to everything there. I mean, literally, it has links to our Discord. It has links to merchandise, Patreon, all that fun stuff. Come join us on Patreon. Come join us on Discord. Um, we are going to be doing – we need to do another live reaction. Um. Yeah, if you're in in the Charlotte area, I'd I mean, love to go to lunch with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, but um, what was I gonna say? Um, Discord, Patreon. Um, 
live reaction. Oh, yeah, live reaction. Thank you. I completely lost. Yeah, the problem is that I was going to try to put one in, but we're so close to the end that I want to do one for the end that, like, I'm just going to probably wait at this point. Just do. Okay. We'll, we'll just save that to the end because it's only a few weeks away. Or yeah. months, depending on if we take off. So maybe we'll do another one. We'll see. I'll, I'll get with these guys. I will so come join us. I will say this. During the honeymoon week, we're supposed may be coming home thursday night or thursday during the day so i could potentially record thursday could definitely record on friday so okay there's that way we won't have to miss a week it'll just be later in the week okay well, we, we could play it by ear and if it's honeymoon week and and we have to cancel that is the most unless somebody gives me, any gives of us, us have really, ever had unless yeah. somebody gives us some yeah. money to where like we can go have a real honeymoon like a don't get me wrong, I love Crabtree Falls, but I can go there anytime. As long as it's money yeah. to where we can go elsewhere, then that's a different story. Then peace, deuces, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's all I got, guys. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. To Monus Rocks. Uh. <laughs> Not for the parents. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>